In a world of magic, mythical heroes, savage beasts, and servants of the dark powers, one couple will regale us of the tales of their journeys through the mortal realms. Coming this season to a path of glory near you, this is the Dudes of Sigmar. Welcome to the Dudes of Sigmar. I'm Damon. I'm Justin. <laughs> Who is not Roma. <laughs> not Roma, not tonight. <laughs> and tonight we're doing something a little bit different from the traditional territories of the Clayt Lake today. Uh, Justin came over to play a game tonight. Uh, and Justin, I don't think we've talked about the origin story of Justin. He showed up out of the blue one night, or one day. We're at a <laughs> tournament. Uh, who the heck were we playing? Uh, Spencer and Robin. Oh, right. Uh, and I was playing with uh, LeBeau, and I was half in the bag by the time you rolled in. Out of the blue, <laughs> never met you before. Uh, and you just plunked down at our table and started shooting the breeze, uh, bought a round, and sorry, that that's the rest is history. Yeah, and here I am. Here we are. <laughs> so, like, we the first game that you said that the first game that you played was the doubles game against uh with you and roma ray Ray. yeah and he pretty much just piloted me through right but so how did you show up out of the blue with like a gajillion armies like (laughs) so how'd you get into this well uh do i just say where i like started yeah 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 well i first discovered warhammer when i was like eight my mom brought me into great white on a christmas shopping trip and i saw these little models and I wanted them. And then as soon as the store clerk told her that they involved a knife and super glue, that was out of the question. <laughs> there was no chance my mom was going to give me a knife or super glue. So then fast track, I don't know, 20 years later, I had a little bit of extra money and just walked into another store that had them and bought them and started collecting but never played any games. Because for whatever reason, everyone was in 40K. No one liked AOS and then I collected them and then moved here. And then, So you were doing this out of town somewhere? Yeah, I was in Smithers doing it. Okay. Yeah. And the community there, there was no community whatsoever. And I couldn't get into 40K because it was way more complicated than this. I, uh, funny, the golden years of my childhood were in Smithers. I love that town. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. Uh, so then out of the blue, you just stumbled into that tournament and uh, we latched on to you like the, the needy group that we are and haven't <laughs> let you go or since. Or vice versa, because <laughs> I was in need of a group of friends. So, yeah, I think uh, Robin reached out on Discord and told me to come down to the tournament and look for the guy dressed as a rat. <laughs> so <laughs> I showed up there and I looked around. I didn't see anyone dressed as a rat. Well, I didn't think that anyone was dressed as a rat. I thought he was in a gazelle costume because of the horns. <laughs> the horns. So I saw a cow and then two bearded dudes and then what I thought was a gazelle. <laughs> so I asked the bartender, I was like, uh, is there a guy here dressed as a rat? And he pointed out Robin, and then that's when I came <laughs> over. That's amazing. <laughs> Who, who shows up looking for a dude dressed as... I mean, that's that's a red flag in any other social it circumstance. definitely would have been and should have been. I should have maybe just... Yeah. yeah you're not wrong. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, so, I... What, what's been your experience like? It's been really good. Uh, difficult. A lot of people have been enabling me to win, which is nice. Walk me through games and teach me of technically won more games than I've lost, but like I said, people have let me win. So it's been really good so far, but... So, uh, 
I don't know. I maybe didn't let you win tonight. Well, I, I asked you not to. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what's the learning curve been like? Uh, at first glance, or yeah, it's it doesn't seem like it's much of a learning curve. The hardest part is remembering everything. Like we talked about earlier, you make this plan before the game. And then as soon as the game starts, that plan is out the window. So that's the biggest learning curve for me, I think, is sticking to the plan. Stick, not sticking to the plan because yeah. the plan didn't exist No, 30 yeah, seconds exactly. into the game. Trying to formulate a plan under pressure has been the biggest learning curve, I think. Um, so what are some things that maybe aren't your favorite part? Um, that's a hard one the pressure once you're playing is probably my least favorite but other than that i don't think i have a least favorite part of the game just more or less the pressure going into it's the hard part yeah i mean it was it was a hot night here middle of summer oh yeah it was sweaty and muggy in the basement we both a little moist after the first round <laughs> of bit, uh, yeah. dice rolling oh my least favorite part also is failing every single spell in the hero phase oh yeah that was rough you had a spectacularly crappy magical yeah. game was not great uh what keeps you coming back trying to learn and it is fun and like the social aspects were my favorite one of my favorite parts like just hanging out and learning and then seeing other people's models and how other people play is yeah like essentially everyone here has been playing for 20 plus years so learning from them is good um you know, we've talked about it a lot between Rome and I, and um, while theoretically I may have been rolling dice for 20 years, uh, <laughs> and I talk about this with Conan all the time, I, I feel like I'm in this weird space where, sure, uh, you know, I've, I've got 20-year-old models, but can I really say I've been playing for 20 years? Not really, because I've taken some monster gaps to pursue other hobbies and kids and blah, blah, what are, all that other stuff. But, you know, in many ways, I feel like the last six months have really been sort of a metamorphosis of for me in this game and well i mean some of the, the fundamental mechanics i've kind of got but learning like churn organization and some of the like the nuancey things yeah pylons a big one for yeah, me right like when to charge where to charge and then how to pile in and then not take yourself off objectives yeah <laughs> like um casualty removal yeah like which models do you take off? And I screw myself all the time. And I, I know Conan's really good at being very mindful of the model he pulls off. And he'll ch -ch 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 yeah. And to pull yourself out of combat or to into combat. And yeah, because that can, like when I piled out uh, away from those Kurnoff, yeah. that changed the game. Because if you'd have finished off those knights and had those two, even what, two no, there was more than two at that point because I don't think the uh, Varengard had charged in yet. Mm, I can't remember. No, I think they were... I don't know. I'd maybe killed one at that point because that was turn two. No, because you had done a full attack and I still had the whole unit, but one of them was down to like oh, two. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. No, it was the two guys stuck with your flies. Right, okay. yeah. But still, yeah, I, you know, it's that sort of stuff. And I mean, that's like Warhammer 203, 304, whatever. That's a little bit, but it comes practice. Like, I, yeah. I didn't do that. Yeah. Like like you said, there was a point there where I thought maybe I would have a chance because, like, the Kurnos had 
taking off a huge chunk of your nights. Was it nice? Yeah. 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 And then somehow after that, it just unwound. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like you said, between your fantastically crappy uh, magic, um, the incredibly tenacious nights did what they do. Yeah. They took just a savage shit kicking from your current off and between the, all the buffs and, and saves. Yeah. yeah, they hung around to to flee and uh, to flee and rally, which is again something I never did. Like, yeah, what flee from combat? You don't flee from combat. Yeah, no, it turns out it's actually not a terrible idea. No, it actually worked for you. Yeah. Um, this was my first game with the new JHB. You've played a couple. I've played three games with the new JHB. So far, I enjoy it. There's the one mission where there's six objectives, but if you stay on an objective... For two turns in a row? Yeah, next turn, you don't get it. Yeah. And when I played that one, I was playing against Taylor, and right away, I parked on four objectives, not thinking to save some for after, and then the next two turns, I spent grasping for straws, and it just was not great. Which is rather amusing, because I think the you're actually siphoning water so that's a yeah metaphor. nice <laughs> exactly. nicely done well played uh that was my first game um and the thing that i was mo- i was terrified of that magic i thought hoarfrost was going on everything yeah i didn't get hoarfrost off once me neither um because i kind of shit the bed with my command stuff and but yeah didn't get hoarfrost off didn't get the the big ugly spell off. The blizzard. Yeah, the blizzard. Um, really, I just got a bunch of like defensive buff type stuff off. I was a lot more afraid of exploding wizards than I needed to be. D- we didn't have a wizard to even blow up, did we? No, because I didn't. Well, what's the criteria to blow up a wizard again? It just has to die. Right. Yeah, no. Nothing happened. Yeah. So it's not like a major impact on the game there's still like aspects you got to watch out for and consider but i I think had like that's probably a turn four turn five problem yeah for sure once everything's coming down to a bit yeah and when it's going to be really inconvenient to have your hero blow up in turn four and (laughs) pop some other stuff (laughs) exactly uh i i like it i'm i'm excited i want to play more games yeah i'm excited about it I think uh, the GHB comes up tomorrow. Yes. Um, officially released tomorrow. I got the email notification from Tistaminis today that mine's on the way. And my Harbinger book, I'm pretty pumped. This morning, okay. So I woke up today thinking it was Saturday. And I drove down to Three Goblins and sat in front of the door at about 10.30 for about half an hour. Are you serious? Yes. <laughs> and then I went in. They had them on the counter. I was like, I need one of those, sir. He's like, yep, tomorrow. I'm like, what do you mean tomorrow? He's like, well... It's Friday. So it is. Like she turns around and left. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought today was Saturday. Shit. So w- w- did they have the Harbinger and the GHB or just GHB? Just the GHB from what I saw. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that Harbinger. I, What's I, that one? Um, that's like the new narrative book with the... Um, it's the start of the Dawn Crusade. City Dawn of Crusade. That's not a Path to Glory thing, is it? It, there's actually, I think there's quite a bit of Path to Glory stuff. In oh, there. okay. I know because Ray's pretty, pretty pumped because there's a bunch of Path to Glory in there. Right. But it introduces those four new heroes: the Grot, the Nurgle hero, the Flame. Oh, oh is that the Grot with the skull and the bats? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, the yeah. Fire Dwarf, um, and the Ghoul. I don't know. How do you feel about Path to Glory? You know, uh, if you don't take it seriously, which I don't, I like it. <laughs> I. I um I 
got this weird thing. Like I love the idea of narrative, mm-hmm. but I, I often after, I, after the game, I don't do the narrative stuff. Yeah. What actually makes it all worth it. And I write, like I write an enormous amount of fan fiction just for me, for fun. I, yeah. I, I physically like moving with the pen. And so I do all this stuff. Um, but I just need to focus it. But like that, those Path to Glory games we had the when you and Jacqueline came over, <laughs> Jaslyn, Jaslyn, <laughs> uh, and Ray, like it was just whatever you have a beer, eat some chips. Yeah. Like she, Jacqueline loved it. I you? hated it because <laughs> I got tabled by bases, modelless bases. Ray, if you're listening. <laughs> And he does. He's a good friend of the show. Yeah, you got your ass kicked by bases. Yeah, I sure did. Oh, that might be the title. <laughs> Get your ass kicked by bases. Yeah. All your base or belong to Ray. <laughs> <laughs> but um, and like as I start to develop more train and stuff, is it? I, I, it's a nice counterpoint to this because you know they're quick. I, I don't feel like they're as stressful as you know because I was feeling the stress yeah. too. You know, if I just literally want to sit down and have a couple of beer, eat some pretzels, roll some dice, and then tell a story, like jump on the jump on the iPad and record an episode and just yeah. shoot the breeze after it, perfect. That's what it's for. Yeah, I agree. Like, I'm not a huge fan of it, but it's like something there to do, right? I, I think that if I have a feeling that if we got more into the narrative bits and started like adding up your heroes and adding up the magic items and like, if yeah. we played four games or stuff and like got some traction, I I, I think one off all you see is getting your dick kicked in by a bunch of bases. <laughs> yeah. Four games, and you start to capture some some new territory and new you start units. to yeah start to yeah. see it start to snowball a little. Yeah. Then I think that's where the the dopamine might kick in. Ray was saying you guys are planning some sort of like narrative path to glory thing. Yeah, I think we're gonna. Um, get serious and we're going to print all the paper out and like raise a million times. Obviously, I mean, the guy was printing off books this week for <laughs> yeah. distribution. Yeah. Pirating his ass off. Um, he, it's funny he plays pirates because he is kind of a pirate. He is absolutely. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so we'll print it all off and and I, I because uh, we've got this new chaos theme terrain going and yeah. Slaves to Darkness stuff and um, by the end of August, I'm getting um, what the last STL batch for uh, the Kiss uh, Dark Fantastic Mills um, Kickstarter. A new one's coming. They're a great Kickstarter, by the way. It was 45 pounds. I got a mountain of STLs. And they're amazing. Like, they look yeah, great. They're phenomenal. One just came hot off the press tonight. Um, I think that's another aspect of the hobby, like peripherally, if that's the correct word, is like the 3D printing aspect, like the terrain and stuff. That's really fun. I mean, and it's not even painted, but doesn't that look... It's amazing. Right? I love the towers. Yeah. It does, get, does it all fit together once you get it all? Like It in, does. Nice. So when I pull all those ruined edges off, it'll all start clicking together. And oh, make, wow. So my goal is to like eventually just have a giant-ass fortress. Yeah. Like that, that big piece, uh, I know our dear listeners can't see it, but they've got this big tower, uh, the one kind of by Crondy there and by your trees. Yeah. That's got another two layers that go on top of it. Oh, okay. That's kind of like that pinnacle tower yeah. that comes oh, up. Oh, no. That's a different one. Th- that tower that I showed you. Oh, okay. That's the wizard. It's a freestanding wizard tower. Oh, okay. That thing is just a giant guard tower. That's cool. Yeah. So it adds so much like height and volume to the table because like 
I've normally just played with pretty low. Yeah. Do the gate, like there's one piece there that has the gate doors. Do those swing in and out? Yes, they do. Damn. Yeah. Like they really did it well. And they're doing another one. So keep an eye. Shout out for Dark Fantastic Mills. Yeah, I'm going to have to get an FDM printer, I think. That'll be costly on a resin printer, but... Um, I think what you see there are three rolls. So that's like 100 bucks worth of filament rate. That's not bad at all. No. So yeah, for the uh, 3D printer fans listening out there, um, yeah, it is, it is a fun side hobby. And, and it's really fun to paint because I don't give two hoots. Yeah, it's just like layer dry brush. Dry brush, I've got like a one-inch brush that I just slap the paint on it. And dry brushing is so satisfying. Yeah. Like it's, <laughs> I love dry brushing. Yeah, so you just... You know, I sat there one morning. I didn't feel like painting teeny little details on Roma's cat. So I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to bang out this corner tower thing. Yeah. Yeah, it really gets the dopamine rolling. It sure does. Like painting and modeling in general is just like a dopamine, constant little drip yeah. all the time. So it's it's great. Yeah, and I, I didn't enjoy that part of the hobby. Like I hated painting right up until probably just last year when I had to really knuckle down for LVO. Oh really? Yeah. Right. And now, now I know. My, well, I've been I've been up every morning at five o'clock for like a year now. So. <laughs> <laughs> Must not hate it too too much. No, I guess it kind of would kind of grow on you over time. Like, I didn't like it either at first because I sucked at it. But then once you start learning like little tricks and start to notice the improvement, then it's just like a steady, like you said, a steady drip of dopamine. It's it's great. You, I, you're coming along. Like your kernel look good. Um, your trees like look good. Like your army is looking good on the table. Yeah, it's getting there. Those color shift paints are just towns oh, yeah. in a bottle, really. Yeah, those. Yeah, the bugs. Um, Justin's got some of the Sylvaneth bugs with this iridescent green on them, and they look fucking amazing. Do you have a Facebook page for the podcast at all? No. Oh. Yeah, I know. I should get like a visual medium, maybe associated yeah. with it. I don't know. I do Instagram or Facebook? I'm trying to figure out. Yeah. Facebook is dodgy and probably, eh, I don't know. We'll have to see. You'd probably get more followers on Instagram. Yeah. I think Instagram's a little more hip. Yeah. And then you can do all the hashtags and then people that don't. Yeah. Because I, I, I do actually know, not true. I got uh, tw- uh, Twitter. Twitter's oh, Twitter's okay. my visual. Right. Okay. So, I'll, yeah, I do tweets when I paint models and stuff. It's got all the, like, it's dudes of Sigmar Twitter. Cool. Uh, so, big big takeaways from the game. What are you going to do different next time? Uh, not park so close to cavalry, which I should have known we're going to be fast and get in my face right away. Yeah. Uh, spread out a little bit. Keep the bugs back so that they can do flybys and bring you models back to units. Yeah. Um, I don't know. That's very your army specific because other times it pays off to get in someone's face. So it all really for you next time I'm gonna stay away from you. And yeah, and I you know, I had first drop. It was yeah. my call. And I wasn't subtle. I put the Varengard and the Ten Knights <laughs> yeah. right on the line. Yeah, you made it pretty obvious what was gonna happen. And I was just like, Ooh, let's put a bug right here. Uh you dropped the tree in the way, kind of, but Yeah, but those trees don't do much. Yeah. So but I mean, whatever, you learn. Yeah. I definitely learned. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay man well let's uh 
this will give Mike something to drive home by and just a little yeah, bonus. And perfect. We're getting a lot of material up this week. We're trying to get those algorithms up and keep our listeners happy. We had so many international listeners last month that uh, want to keep that up. Denmark, you're still hanging in there. Thank you very much. <laughs> Lots of folks in the U.S. I appreciate, appreciate you coming back. Uh, we had a whole bunch of what looked like single listeners um, from all over the world. I hope some of you guys come back. Uh, and uh, as always, although no one has, uh, please feel free to leave a message on the um, on the pod on the podcast. I, I get it from Podbean. I see messages. So if there's stuff you want to hear, want to hear, uh, absolutely interested. So uh, I guess thanks, Justin, for coming over tonight and chilling and probably carry this conversation on after the podcast with maybe another beverage and uh look forward to another game yeah me too thanks for having me man okay well uh i will steal roma's line then dudes of sigmar in and out and so it was that the dudes would continue their journey through the mortal realms forging ahead with a passion for the next great story Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time, dudes.